Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Good morning. I hope you are excited and ready to be in the house of the Lord today. I know that you are because God has something special planned for us today as he always does. And you know, us women, we always got to be a little extra. You know, Pastor Steve can come up here and he can preach with this little podium, but I got to have some stuff. You know what I'm saying? I got to have another table. I need some stuff. You know, the woman is usually always showing up with a big old pocketbook or whatever, and she's got everything in that pocketbook. I just got to have a little extra. And I'm a little sad because I needed a pot this morning for my message, and I got to church, and I told Pastor Steve, I forgot my pot, and it was my beautiful Pioneer Woman pot that I love so much. So I had to get this pot out of the kitchen in the church, and so it's a little rusty, but you know what? It might do a better job than what I had anyway, so... So yeah, I am woo, I am so ready because God is so good, isn't he? Oh my goodness, the, the worship that has gone forth this morning and just the presence of the Lord that is here. I'm just excited and ready to share this word with you. You know, our series talking about free to be me, there is no greater time than right now for the church of the living God to get positioned and ready to do what God is asking it to do. There is no greater time. You know, Pastor Steve mentioned it last week that for such a time as this, you are here. And I'm going to share a message today about free to be me. You know, we are not bound. We are not enslaved to our past. How many of you know that's the truth? No matter how many times your past tries to come and slap you in the face or beat you down or knock you down, our God is greater than anything that has happened to you. And we're going to talk about that today because I truly believe it's time that we get positioned to be all that God is asking us to be. There's a lost and dying world out there. Pastor Steve shared this prayer emphasis and I'm telling you we're going to see those people saved we're going to see those people set free and God wants to use you to do that and it's no time for you to be just wallering can I use some Lisa words this morning y'all know what wallering means you know there's no time for you to be wallering and be depressed and be sad it's time for you to be filled with joy and peace and the power of God come on church because revival is here and a greater revival is on the way I say that and I say that with clarity I believe We are seeing revival now, but I believe God has greater in store, and I want to be there, and I want to be a part of all that God wants to do. How about you today? All right. I am not bound. I am not bound. I am free in Christ Jesus. I am not bound. I am free in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3, 13 through 14, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before. The word says, press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You see, this verse is a picture for us because we are all running a race. We are all living this life and it's a picture of a runner running the race, reaching forward. The thought of the runner on the course straining every muscle as he runs towards the goal. His hand is reached out and he is pressing towards what is ahead. But as we run this race of life, we all have a past. If you have a past, raise your hand in this place. Look at that, Pastor Steve. Everybody in this place. 
We all have a past, certainly. And it's not just a thing or a space or a moment that we remember, but it's a thread of events. Small and big moments that have molded us, they've shaped us into who we are today. Through all those things in our lives, you know what? There comes good times and there comes bad times. There are things that make us laugh. I love the things that make me laugh. I love to laugh. You know, got to get a good, uh, anybody else in here get a good snort in when you laugh? Oh, love it. It's good. There's things that make us cry. There's things that seem to bring us peace and Unfortunately, there's things that may have happened in your past that have tried to bring you anxiety and fear. You know, it's a whole mix of things that we experience in our lives. When it comes to our past, you know, we look to the example of our God and we see that we serve a God that honors the past, but he doesn't set an example for us to continually look to the past and he certainly doesn't want us to live in the past. Our God is a God of the future. Our God is a builder, one who uses our past to build our future. Layers of foundations to build that build a stronger future than you could ever think or imagine. One quarter of the Bible is devoted to looking ahead, devoted to looking towards the future, pressing towards the prize of the calling in Christ Jesus. The past is a place in our journey to reflect on, but it's not a place to live. And every day, thank you, God, we wake up to a brand new day. Hallelujah. We wake up to that brand new day, yet oftentimes we cannot embrace that day because we are still reliving the past. Because we are still looking to yesterday. We're still holding on to past hurts. We're still thinking about what could have happened but didn't. We're still replaying those hurtful words that someone said, and if we aren't careful, those areas of our past can slowly steal our present. Isaiah 43, 18 through 21 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, the Lord says, I want to do a new thing in your life. Look at your neighbor and say, new thing. Somebody needs to hear that today because they're stuck in the old things. Behold, I want to do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? God says, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. As we give those places to God, trusting Him with every area of our lives, you will see that God truly does have a new destiny for you. God has a future for you today. Do you want that future today? Oh, yes, I do, Lord. A new thing. The people that God was talking to there in Isaiah, that scripture I just read, where it said, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Where God said that those people were being built through the historical process of captivity and return. 
You see, as they walk through hard places, as they walk through areas in their past of captivity, foundations were being established in their life. And today, whatever is in your past, it's not there to keep you in bondage. All of it serves as preparation for your destiny. God is saying to us today, as we behold the new things that God wants to do in us, he's saying to somebody today that he will make a road in the wilderness and he will make away in the desert. Just trust him with every area of your life. Throughout Isaiah, all these people there that he was talking to, they were in captivity. But you know what? They became very familiar with a God who was their redeemer. They became very familiar with a God that they knew that I'm being redeemed and they knew the gift of redemption. God says in Isaiah 43, verse 1, But now says the Lord who created you, and he formed you. Fear not, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. Oh, church, let me read that again. Let me say it again, because God says, I created you, I formed you, and fear not, for I have redeemed you. I am calling you by name. You are mine. Aren't you thankful for that? Your past has built a foundation for your future. And as we remember our past, many areas that seem to keep us in captivity only serve as places that we should stand and say, God, you are good. God, you are faithful. God, you are my redeemer. And I commit my life to you for I know whom I have believed in and I know that he is able to keep all that I have committed to him. I know my redeemer lives, church. Do you know that today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that my Redeemer lives. Today I know that there are some people in this room who are ready to take hold of their future. You are ready for what God has for you in the days ahead. I believe greater things are ahead. Like I said, I believe a great revival is ahead. I believe those 90 souls and even more are going to get saved. And I believe we are going to see the kingdom advance like never before. I believe that. And you're ready for that in the days ahead. And you know what? Our God, he cared so much about our future that he gave us this right here. He gave us the word of God. It's not just a book. It's not just the number one book, but it's a love letter to you. It will change your life. It is full of promises of victory that have been spoken over your future. They're not based on what other people say. Come on, holla. Thank you, Jesus. They're not based on what other people say. They're not based on how I felt this morning when I got up. And they're not even based on what I perceive. But they are the truth and nothing can change what God has spoken over my future. They are truth. They are truth. And they are settled. And you know what? I don't know about you, but I've come to realize that you're always going to be battling something in this life. You're always going to be battling something. You know, maybe you just got over that huge mountain. Well, guess what? Another one's on the way. You're always going to be dealing with something. Why? Because you've been redeemed. Because God created you and the devil is out to get you. 
And so you're always going to be battling something in this life. But when you base your future on the truth, you already have the victory. Because even though the devil's coming at you, he can't change not a promise that God has spoken over my life. He can't change not a promise that God has given me about my future in the name of Jesus. So therefore, you don't have to worry about your future. Because God has already told you what your future looks like. God has already spoken over your future because your future is not up in the air. Your future is not in question. There are promises spoken over you in your future, and they are forever settled. So guess what? I'm going to set you free this morning. You don't have to worry about your future. You don't have to worry about the days ahead. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I love that in the Word of God right there, it says declares. It don't just say that God said it. No, my God declared it. Do you hear me? My God declared it. For I know the plans I have for you, let's say it together, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and to give you future and a hope. That's the promise over your future. And it does not change based on anything that you have walked through. And it does not change based on anything that tomorrow holds. In Isaiah 43, God continues to say to these people, and he speaks this to us as well today, in Isaiah 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, he said, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they're not going to sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, and the flames will not set you ablaze. Why are you not shouting this morning? Because that is a promise over you today. That is a promise over your future. Why is that true? Because I am the Lord your God, he said. Because I am the Lord your God. You see, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know who holds tomorrow. And we know that when the water comes and the fire comes and the things that try to come against us, we won't drown. We won't be burned, but we will be victorious. So you don't have to worry about your future. Do you believe that about your future today? Do you believe that God can redeem anything that seems lost in your past and use it for the good of your future? Do you believe what you are believing for is possible in the days ahead? If you do, come on, let's be a church this morning that the devil can hear. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. Let me share with you today that if you're ready to be free, to be you, to fully step out into who God is calling you to be, then this is what I heard from the Lord when I was preparing this message. He said that we're going to need to take the lid off. We're going to need to take the lid off. Now, I don't know if you've recognized this or not, but the number one lid in your life is lies. The Bible says that the devil is the father of lies. And what happens is when you walk through things in your past and you start to reach toward what's ahead, you're going to begin to hear some lies right here in your head. The devil is the father of lies, and he's going to start to lie to you about who you are. He's going to start to lie to you about your past and how you handled things in the past and what happened to you in the past. And you know what he even does? He lies to you about your future, and the lies become a lead in your life. You see, you won't ever go any further 
than the lies you believe. You won't ever experience freedom any greater than the lies you believe. You can never go any deeper when your levels are based on lies. Lies are leads in your life. What happens a lot of times is that when things do happen in your life, the devil will have a heyday with those things, and he always tries to turn it against you. But I've come with good news today because I serve a God that turns things too. Come on, somebody. I serve a God that turns things for my good. He turns things around every single time for the good of my future. And a lot of times what happens is we forget that. And because you haven't seen it yet, you won't believe that it's coming. Because you haven't seen it yet, you can't seem to believe it for your future. Now, I'm not saying that you mean to. I'm not saying that you've never heard this truth before, because I know that we've heard the promises before. Even if you're here today, and maybe today is the day you're going to give your heart to the Lord, somewhere I know there's been a seed planted in your life. That's why you're here today. The Holy Spirit is drawing you to the Lord. But nonetheless, lies are a lid in your life when you choose not to stand in the truth, because truth will cancel out the lies every single time. And you have a choice today of what words, when they come into your head, when they come into your mind, what words are you going to let stay there? What words are you going to let speak over your future? Are you going to let the lies speak over your future and let the lies be a lead? Or are you going to stand in truth and reach towards the prize and run with victory? It kind of goes like this. I'm sure you've heard these before. The enemy says you can't figure it out, but God says I will direct your steps. The enemy says, you're too tired, but God says, come to me and I will give you rest. The enemy says it's impossible, but God says today that all things are possible. The enemy says nobody loves you, but God says you are loved by the King of kings and Lord of lords. The enemy says you can't forgive yourself, but God says I will forgive you. The enemy says, it's not worth it, but God says, keep on keeping on. Don't give up because it will be worth it all. The enemy says, you're not smart enough. God says, I will give you wisdom. The enemy says, you can't go on, but God says, my grace is sufficient for you. The enemy says, you can't do this, but God says, you can do all things because I will give you strength. The enemy says, be afraid. But God comes in and says, I have not given you a spirit of fear. I will give you a sound mind. The enemy says, you are alone. God says, I will never leave you. The enemy says, there is no hope. But God said, I sent my son so that all who come to me could be saved. And there's not only hope, but there is victory and there is life eternally in him. And praise God today for every lie that the devil has spoken over you today. God speaks truth. Hallelujah. He speaks a promise over your life today. And we will stand in the truth because the lies are holding you back. The lies are a lead on your life. All of these lies, the enemy tells you these things and he finds breeding ground for these lies all wrapped up in your past. 
But I'm here to declare to you that it is not the devil and his lies that dictates your future. Hallelujah. It is not the devil and his lies that dictate your future, but it is the truth of God. Here's what your past shows you. Promises are surely true. Come on, somebody. Promises are surely true. When I look back over my past and I see the hard things that I've had to walk through, how about you? And you hear those lies in your head from the devil that you've had to choose to stand on truth. Every single time, it just brings me back to a place where I just look at the devil and I just say, oh, come on, devil. Your lies are no match for my God. Your tricks are no match for the word of God because my past only shows me that these promises in this word are true and that they are forever settled and where I am weak God is strong hallelujah promises are surely true and furthermore than that your past is not based on lies it is based on the goodness and faithfulness of our God because you would not be here in this place today had it not been for your past your past brought you to where you are today. Your past has made you the person you are today. See, not only are you stronger and better and more educated, but you have a greater realization of exactly who you serve because you know that you would have never made it in your strength. You know that you would have never made it in your wisdom. You know that you would never have the strength to even be here today and stand without a God who loved you so much that he gave you an entire book of promises that you can speak over your life and you can walk it out in victory. Aren't you thankful for that today? What the devil tried to destroy you with, I'm telling you, God has turned it around for your good. Because when I know who God is, I know what God has said, then I can fully understand what God wants to do in me, who God wants me to be, and what He wants to do through my life. So today I brought this pot up here. I don't even have enough room with all this. Lord, help me. Mm, I'm going to need three tables. Come on. I got this pot up here. I don't know. I think it's kind of an ugly pot. Y'all think this pot's ugly? No, it's a little rusty. Pastor told me, it's all right, it just represents life, you know, a rusty old pot. I said, uh-uh, my life ain't no rusty old pot. My life is a pretty pot. My pot is blessed. Come on, somebody, no, no. But this pot represents our life today. And you see, as long as I have the lid on, everything is still inside of this pot. You know what's inside of this pot that represents my life? Oh, inside of this pot, there are dreams. Inside of this pot, there are miracles that want to come out. Hallelujah. Inside of this pot that represents my life, there are hopes, there are visions, there are prayers I have prayed. Inside of this pot, there is your story that needs to be told. They're all inside of this pot, but I've got the lead on it. 
I've got the lid on it. You know what? I am so consumed by yesterday. Oh, that person hurt me. Oh, I got hurt in the church. Oh, that person left me. Oh, I walked through this. All these things are painful. But you are listening to the lies of yesterday, and it is causing you to keep the lid on. But all these amazing things, do you hear me about the amazing things that are on the inside of this life? There are miracles in your life that God wants to break forth. There are places in your life that God wants to give you greater victory. It's all here in this pot with the lead on it. You see, lies are a lead in your life. You've heard them. Doesn't matter how prim and proper you want to sit there this morning, you've heard the lies. You probably heard some on the way to church. The lead is on your life. And what happens when we try to live with the lead on is life will still come. Life is still going to come your way and the pressure is going to start to build. And when I put the pressure under this pot, you know, the lid will... You ever been boiling something at home and the pressure's under there and the lid will kind of do like this? And all that stuff that's on the inside will start to spill out. It runs down the sides a little bit. Oh, I can see a little bit of hope. I can see a little bit of vision there. I, I can see a little bit of restoration there. I can see a little bit coming forth. I can see that the miracle is right in your hand. It's just streaming down the side because there's a little bit of pressure. But do you know what happens when that stuff starts streaming out like that? It just makes a mess. You ever been cooking in the kitchen and that stuff gets all over the top of the stove top? It just, it just makes a mess because there's pressure on it and it wants to get, it wants to get out. And oftentimes we live life in a mess because we won't just take the lid off and trust God with our future. We won't just take the lid off and stand in truth instead of standing in lies every day of our life. I believe with all my heart there's some people in here today that want to take the lid off of your life. Like you don't want to live in the mediocre anymore. You don't want to live having to battle against these lies like you've been battling anymore. You don't want to do that anymore. And, and maybe today you're saying, oh, Lord, help me. I want to take the lid off of my life. How can I fully experience all that God has for me? I'm ready to stop living afraid. I'm ready to stop living afraid. I'm ready to take the lid off and experience all of it. I'm tired of unbelief. I'm tired of worry. I'm tired of fear. Like Pastor Trey said earlier, I believe today in his presence, we need to call some of the, those things out. And we need to give them to God because it's time that we take the lid off. Listen, some will fully experience what God has for them and others will live life with only a glimpse of what God had for them. Did you hear what I said? Some people in their lifetime are going to experience the glory of God. They're going to experience all that God has for them. But there's going to be people who live life only seeing a glimpse of what God had for them. And if you're asking today, how can I take the lead off? It's going to take a power that only comes from Jesus. And that power is a dunamis power. Now, I want y'all to give me credit this morning because I used a big word. 
Pastor Steve uses big words. Don't you say Pastor Lisa ain't using a big word. I just use the big word. Dunamis power is what you need. Let me tell you about it quickly. Dunamis power is so powerful in your life. It's taken from the Greek and it means power, potential, ability. In the Bible, dunamis power means the state of that which is not fully recognized. The power we see in the Bible coming from Jesus is dunamis power. It flows from a person to give, the, give them the ability to do supernatural things. You see, when God asks you to take the lid off, when God asks you to do something, you're not going to be able to do it in your own strength. You're going to need a supernatural strength that comes from the God you serve. In Mark 5, Scripture gives us a glimpse of God's divine power at work through Jesus. We see in Mark 5, our Lord rid a demon-possessed man of his burden. Also in Mark 5, he raised a dead child to life through the same power. See, when you take the lid off, dead things that have been sitting in there are gonna come to life. They're coming out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And in between those two miracles, we see dunamis power again when a woman touched Jesus. A crowd surrounded Jesus, yet when a woman with an issue touched Jesus in Mark 5.30, Jesus realized power. Dunamis power had gone out from him, and he turned around. He felt this power, and he said, who touched me? And this type of power is not limited to healing. Acts 1.8, Jesus imparts this same power to his disciples, and he wants you to have this power today, church. He wants you to have this power today in your life. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you to be my witnesses. And the Bible also says that the same power, this same dunamis power that raised Christ from the dead takes up residence in every believer when the Spirit comes to live on the inside of us. It's there today. Take the lid off and let it bless you today. Take the lid off and let's go forth. Take the lid off and come on and let's receive our miracle today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, Jesus. God wants somebody to take the lid off today. Go ahead and make up your mind right now that it's yours today because there is no lie big enough in hell to take away my victory. There is no lie big enough in hell to stop me from taking the lid off and trusting God with my future. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Stand with me this morning. Praise you, Lord. I don't know what we're going to sing, but we're going to be ready. I just love the altar. Last week, Pastor Steve mentioned Moses. You know the dude in Exodus of the Bible that God had a plan to use Moses mightily. God has a plan to use you mightily. It might not look like what he did with Moses, but it's going to be amazing. Because God's going to use you at school. God's going to use you in your business. God's going to use you in your home. God's going to use you in places that have not even crossed your mind. God has an amazing plan for you today. And let me tell you, something happens when you take the lid off 
and you have that dunamis power on the inside of you, something happens when you combine those things because you're in the presence of God. And let me tell you, things change on the inside of you. Come on, right here. Things change on the inside of you when you get in the presence of God. Let me tell you what Moses did. Moses went up the mountain and he experienced an encounter with God. And the word says, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with two tablets of the testimony in his hands. Look at your neighbor and say, you've got the testimony in your hands. It's your life. It's your story. You've got the testimony in your hands. Moses was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. And you know what? The first time Moses came down from the mountain, he came down and he looked around and he said, oh, y'all acting crazy around me. Y'all worshiping idols. Like you just acting all crazy. He broke the tablets, but he didn't stop there. He went back up that mountain again. And I want you to listen to me today, child of God. You go up that mountain as many times as you need to until you come back with the dunamis power. You go up that mountain as many times as you need to. It don't matter if people around you are acting crazy. It don't matter if the devil's spewing lies. It don't matter what today looks like. You go up that mountain as many times as you need to and you have an encounter with God that when you come back down, you're gonna have the testimony of God in your hand and your face is going to shine bright with the dunamis power of God and you're going to change not only this church but you're going to change the next generation for Jesus. Hallelujah. When you reach that in your life, you're going to be ready to overcome some devils by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. We can come boldly into His presence today knowing that we are forgiven of shame. Hallelujah. We are forgiven of fear. We are forgiven of anxiety. Right now in the name of Jesus, it's coming out. We, today, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm telling you, when I take this lead off, I want y'all to be ready. I want y'all to be ready. And you know what else I want you to do? If you want that dunamis power today, because right now I speak that power over your business. Right now I speak that power over your mind. Right now I speak that power over your healing. Right now I speak that power over your finances. Right now somebody is going to come out of their past and they are going to run towards the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. They're going to run like they've never run before. Hallelujah. Let your dunamis power fall in this place. Let your power come, Lord Jesus. And right now, as I take this lead off, are we ready to sing? Are we ready to praise God? Because I'm going to take this lead off. And if you want that in your life, if you want to take the lead off, you want everything God has for you. You want to say, God, I want that power in my life. I want that power. You know what? I've gone up the mountain before, but I'm going to go up again. I'm going to go up again. And my face is going to be shining radiant with the glory of God. Hallelujah. Are you ready, church? Are you ready? It's going to break forth in your life if you want it. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Let's take the lid off. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.